There we go. Welcome everybody in the box with Thomas and Walt. As we are, I mean, we're five weeks ago in a regular season here in NHL. We got one week, one weekend left of uh, college hockey. We got a couple weeks left in in the AHL before their postseason gets going. Hey, it and we could potentially start seeing some uh, some some college players going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks uh, playing with their big clubs. You know, we a lot, lot of excitement going on, despite the fact that the, as we were talking before we went on air, the the playoff spots in the East have pretty much been wrapped up since December. But I mean, it's, so it's all seeding now. And and you know, this the seeding is has gotten interesting because of Boston's stretch. Um, like so, as it's sitting now, Boston is, is back in the top wild card, but Tampa Bay got four points, but there went over Detroit and there went over the Islanders in back to back days. So that really saved that. I don't want to say saved them with so much time left, but Boston had crept into the third in the Atlantic position and Tampa Bay had fallen into the wild card and Toronto stayed right where they were with the two teams flip flopping over underneath them. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's crazy because like a month ago, that gap between Boston and, and that third spot in the Atlantic, it was, it felt like it was insurmountable. It sure did. And now, hundred percent dead. I mean, now right, they legit now all all three teams, Toronto, Tampa, and Boston, they've all played sixty five games. Tampa has eighty eight points as of today. Um, Tampa has eighty eight points. Toronto and Boston both have eighty seven points. With uh, Toronto, they have the tie break. Yeah. Over over Boston. Although I believe Tampa hosts Boston this week or tomorrow, actually. I think yes. Tampa hosts Boston tomorrow. And in addition to that, um, well, no, no, uh, Toronto, Toronto and Boston is next. Oh, Toronto, Boston. Okay. Well, t- so yeah, it's Toronto and Boston tomorrow. Then Tampa and Boston play real soon too. <laughs> More of the story is they, they, there's going to be some elimination games, some knockout games, and some big point games coming up here. Yeah, it's but, um, it's <laughs> as you, it, it's gonna get it's gonna get fun, man. It's gonna get fun. You know, I was watching actually got from the Islanders game and the on TNT last night with the with the Lightning. That's how I, I heard their schedule coming up. But you know, I Tampa had two three game losing streaks in an eight game stretch, and I it, it was their first. It this was their first three game losing streak of the season. And then they had two in two weeks. Yeah. What should scare the living hell out of everybody is that now that they've got that losing out of the way, how often do again, three games isn't really a losing streak, but how long do lose it? How often do losing streaks quickly lead into long winning streaks? Right. And so Tampa's about to get right. There, there's some, there's some, should be some concern again in the rest of the Atlantic to be sure. I mean, and and I feel you know for for Tampa, right? I mean, it's, I mean, a division title, yeah, that would have been nice, but that, that's not the goal, right. right? You don't, I mean, and I, I mean, you 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 can pretty much say that for all four teams in the Atlantic, all, you know, the top four teams in the Atlantic, that the regular season and winning the division title, yeah, that'd be nice, but it's the the ultimate goal is a Stanley Cup and all four of those teams as we talked last week all four of those teams made moves and made and made improvements to their team and for for someone that 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 those moves aren't going to be enough right cuz somebody's going home in round 1 well remember tampa started 
in Florida. So, I mean, that shows you that how, I don't want to say how little, because obviously I still think that, you know, given the choice, if I have to play a game seven at home or on the road, I want to play that game seven at home without a shadow of a doubt. But with that being said, remember Tampa did start in Florida last year and they still were able to go ahead and, and get themselves that series win and do it in six. So it just goes to your, to the point of, of, of your last point of, of the importance of, yeah, you want, you'd like to win the division and that'd be cool and all, but at the end of the day, these teams are all shooting for something much higher. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and then you, you have the teams in a Metro where look out for the Penguins now. Yeah. You know, and, and again, we, we sort of touched on the Penguins a little bit last week with the man of Raquel and just added more fire, firepower. Ricardo Hills, he's playing on the third line right now. Like what? Yeah. So what they were on, they had a national game on because Boy, the game against the Wings was not even worth flipping to. But so they, what national game was with the Penguins? The Rangers. That it was, was the Rangers. Yep. Okay. It was the Rangers. So they were on, and they were saying that they that the plan was actually to get Raquel up to the line with Malkin. Yeah, yeah, they're going to ease him into it. Yeah, they thought that they they would start low pressure with Carter. Although Jeff Carter. When, when Crosby started, you know, uh, Crosby missed, I think, the first three or six games and Mulkin missing the first half of the season, Jeff Carter earned that two-year extension that he got because yeah, he was yeah. so good. So, um, you know, playing with Jeff Carter, the way Carter's been playing, <laughs> it's no slouch and no, uh, you know, it's not like you're not going to get your chances playing with him either. Yeah, no, it's, the, I mean, yeah, the, the Penguins, they, they were a team where I, I think in the beginning of the year, kind of like, oh, they'll be in the playoffs, but, you know, I, how how and how how much of a run can they really go on if they can go on a run at all, you know? And now it's like, oh, this team they could they they're going to be a problem. Well, they're they're one of what ten to twelve teams um, that the biggest question mark is probably in net. Yeah, and and so far Jari's been good for him. He's been really good for him. And and you know, but Jari was also the one where it seemed like once the Islanders learned shoot high, that series ended. <laughs> and so series, I, yeah, it was, yeah, it was over real quick. So that's kind of what they have to be. I mean, it's great to have a good regular season and, and you, I mean, it's better than having a bad one, but at the end of the day, it's kind of like everybody we talked about in the Atlantic, it's just going to come down to how good can, can Jerry be in the playoffs. And, and, and right now the way it's, it's slotted right now, it's the Penguins they'd be taking on the Rangers in the first round. And I, and I think we both know who we're giving an edge and gold and net two in that series. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Absolutely. I mean, and it's, it's funny because, you know, you look at the Rangers, they're, they're firmly entrenched in a playoff spot and they're, they're sitting third in that Metro division. The, they would they would be first in the Pacific Division. Yeah, think about I mean, like and and that in Cal- Calgary they have eighty eight points right now. Calgary they played from they've been phenomenal this year. Yeah, great season, great a great year for the Calgary Flames. But <laughs> they're 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 not even at the top five of top five of teams in the league right now. So and that just tells you how good the 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 east is better yeah no you're, as a whole you're 100 right although you know i mean not not to take anything away from western conference because there, there's some good teams out in the west and 
you know, they're, 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 you can make the argument that they're just beating up on each other out in the West, but I mean, you know, they're kind of doing the same thing in the East and you may have, you got a, got a few more, a uh, few more, uh, tomato cans use a little bo- boxing term in, in the East than you do in the West. Well, let's see. I, I don't know if that's true. I mean, cause the only teams below 50 points, there's two teams below 50 points and they both reside out West. Yeah. Oh no, I'm sorry. I missed Montreal. So three teams and two of them do. Yeah, yeah the the, the first yeah, the Montreal Canadiens first team officially eliminated from playoff contention. <laughs> yeah, I did. I heard that. Uh, wow, what a shame. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but, but, you know, the, the Rangers. Everyone, you know, the, there's a question: Are are the Rangers? You know, the, are they are, are they a year early? And it's kind of like, well, no, there's it. There's Shesterkin early because if you because if not for Shesterkin, you yeah. there probably is a, a race in the playoffs right now in the East. Well, not I mean, it's the Rangers and what I mean, the West has you know it's funny because we haven't discussed it enough and it was actually something that I was wanted to include in my notes too that I I, I forgot to mention but you know there is a, a a Rangers version out West and that's the Kings. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, all year they've been sitting, I feel like they've been sitting in that two spot in the Pacific without everybody just kind of waiting, or at least you and I waiting for them. Okay. Well, I the Kings will fall off. Waiting for them to, yeah. Yeah. You know, so the Kings will fall off and that'll allow Edmonton or, or Vegas to get Ben back into the playoff picture. We're 67 games into this now and the Kings are still sitting in second place. Comfortably, I don't think they're falling off. Walt. Probably in second place. I, I don't think they're going anywhere. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Kopitar is fifty-seven points. Arvidsson is has fit right in with 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 the team, um, with the off-season trade. He's at eighteen goals, thirty-nine points for for Arvidsson. In like he he missed time with injury. Drew Doughty, who who missed a ton of time with injury, is finally it's like looking like the Norris Trophy, looking yeah. like a Norris Trophy. Uh, Drew Doughty, and I think he's out again too, isn't he? Isn't he out now? He started this. He missed like the first bunch of games this season. I think he's out again now. Yeah, yeah, he's only out. Yeah, he he and he Dustin he and Dustin Brown and and Anthony Ciu, they're all out with injuries. And Anthony Ciu has been very good for 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 the Kings as well. All all I, all. I mean, I mean here's the, four, fourteen points in twenty two games for Anthony Ciu. I mean you'll. Yeah, you, he's, he's had he's had he's had a hard time staying healthy. Yeah, um, as, as Brendan, as I'm watching Brendan Smith just get absolutely dummied here. But I don't know what capital player that was, but and a cross check and a check or a fight. Oh, Tom Wilson. Oh no, it was a fight. Okay. Yeah, uh, Tom Wilson. Yeah, he. Yeah, he. He, he dummy Brendan Smith. He. <laughs> well, down down five one. That's that's an absolute trying to change momentum fight right there. That's what that is. Yeah. That's a we suck and we need to get it going here. Yeah, it's what Washington's lucky they they pot, they stockpiled their points early. Yeah, they did. Because they have I mean they've played well enough to stockpile the points early and save their positioning, but they are they have not been great to be sure. And, and watch they'll be they'll go on a run and go to the Eastern yeah. Conference finals. Of course. <laughs> of course. Hundred percent correct. One hundred percent correct. Because because that that's what happens. Yep. That that's how that happens. Yep. The answer literally is because. Um, yeah. So yeah. Why not? Yep. But, yeah. I, mean, I mean, well, I mean, but th- I mean, this tournament, it, it's a crapshoot, right? Sure. I mean, it's it's you you gotta have you number one your your best players have to be your best players. 
They got to yep. be good. But also, you need you need your your depth players to step up and, and play well. You need you need great goaltending, which is one of the Capitals' big concerns. Is- and and you and health. Yeah, <laughs> you know you got you. You you need you want to stay as healthy as possible, which low key maybe that's the help the the Capitals have been so beat up all year they're probably hoping that they this is they're finally going to be healthy now. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's got to be what right? I mean they they've played so many games without Oshie at, or Backstrom or you know defensively they've been good but Oshie Backstrom Mantha even though I don't know how important he really is to a team um, you know it's yes. it's really they've. You know, it's funny how they were doing their best actually when they had their backups, and it seems like now as got teams have gotten healthier or players have gotten healthier, they that's when they've actually fallen off a little bit. I mean, it's it's well, I mean, I think I think some of that is just uh, fitting everybody in, right? Yeah, again, and also just getting getting that chemistry back and just kind of getting your legs with you. Yep. Because uh, yeah, I'm looking here. Uh, do do do. Yeah, TJ Oshie's only played 29 games. Nick Batchman's played their only played 34. That's, that's, Alex Ovechkin is the only is the only capital that's played every game. That's well, if there's one guy on that team that you could pick to play every game, that's probably the guy. I mean, well, yeah. That's the guy. Yeah, yeah, you're and 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 the Capitals respond to that Tom Wilson fight by giving up a goal. Well, listen. There's, there's, there's no shame in losing to Carolina. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's Carolina is a pretty, pretty damn good hockey team that has, you know, good luck finding the holes in that roster. Well, the playoffs were to start today. That would be your first round matchup. <laughs> yeah, and Carolina's making a statement tonight. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Maybe it's the wake up call, but you know, you, like you know, it's kind of like we said. Maybe this is the wake up call that's needed. Maybe this is going to kind of light that fire for the Caps and show, hey, you know, we're, we could be looking at these guys in a seven game series, and if we get blown out of our, you know, get our barn doors blown off here, we're in a lot of trouble. Yes. We got to look ourselves in the mirror and try to get ourselves right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the Capitals, yeah, the Capitals, they just feel like that one team in the East where you're kind of like, yeah, you're, I don't expect much out of you. Yeah. Going forward, right? Well, because I, again, it's because they were so good early. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they got all those points and were kind of running away with things early. And to have fallen, I you know, into the second wild card position, you know, everybody else is still kind of jostling. It feels like Washington is going to stay in that W two position. So yeah, again, because yeah, yeah, but Boston does. It, Boston doesn't feel like they're going to slow down anytime soon. But we we shall see. Yep. Uh, so the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, try to figure try to figure them out. Um, they lose Saturday night to Montreal in Montreal, but then they bounce right back last night and beat the Florida Panthers at home. Well, this I mean, let me add to this too that this <sighs> these are weird times because I was going to add to that. I mean look at the wings who were step for step with the lightning for 50 minutes. And then Pittsburgh just scored again. And it right, just yeah. makes you wonder what happens. Although it's sometimes it's, it, it's really the hot goalie situation. Cause you know what? I looked at the shots in that game pit. Um, the, the Maple Leafs had like, I think the shots in the third period were 24 to three. 
in that Montreal game. And yeah, they they outshot them by a ton. In that but game. they didn't score on any of them. I think they they got their two goals in the first and second, and did not score in the third, or maybe only scored one. No, they There's a difference. One in the first, one in the third. Okay, but but that was seriously on a, like twenty six shots or something like that, twenty four shots. So sometimes <laughs> a, a little bit of the goaltender, hot goaltender, can be the case. Yeah, yeah, a, a forty nine save save night for Jake Allen. Yeah, only, I mean, <laughs> he he makes fourteen. He saw fourteen to seventeen. Yeah, I. Toronto. Yeah. Better be hoping Jack Campbell comes back soon. Yeah, fifty-one to eighteen were shots in favor of uh, Toronto in that game. And you lose. Boy, that sounds like a ninety, a, a two thousand three Red Wings playoff game, if there ever was one. Right, I'm pretty sure that was that, that that was an entire series. But the difference is Jake Allen, his pads aren't over aren't overly huge. He doesn't look like a Michelin man. That's a good point. That's a good point. The Michelin man, I do love that. Good call by you. Look like the freaking Michelin man. Like, how is that legal? But anyway, but um, we're we're not gonna go down this whole wrote wrote about the Maple Leafs goaltending because you know whatever that's a never any there'll be more to talk about but uh Mitch Marner so and we did his, that last week anyway <laughs> yeah and um and in his in his last 30 games that he's played okay Mitch Marner has 53 points that's pretty good <laughs> that's yeah that's very good and it's you know it's Austin Matthews, he gets a lot of the headlines because, well, he's the captain. And, well, I mean, he's Austin Matthews. He has 48 goals in 60 games played this year. People always look at goals, man. Always look at goals. You know, but Mitch Marner, 27 goals, 47 assists, 74 points this year in 56 games. 74 points in 56 games. That'll do. Yeah. You'll you'll probably take that. Well, it's – I'm not going to say they need each other because that implies that they wouldn't be good without each other. But there is an, a mutually beneficial relationship between Mitch Marner and Austin Matthews. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's there's chemistry, and you can't you can't ignore the chemistry they have exactly together. Exactly right. And yeah, it's and and also you know Marner's a plus seventeen, Matthews a plus twelve. On the flip side, you got Willie Nylander, 24 goals, 59 points, 65 games, a dash 14. That's going to be the contract they're going to end up really being upset about. Uh, yeah. I think- <laughs> and it's kind of funny because it's like you're upset about a guy who's who's got who's who's on pace for 30. Yeah, <laughs> who's going well, to get 30 for you? <laughs> All right. So maybe I'm wrong on that because you always take 30. I, I, I mean, just but 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 no but like I mean it's it's true though like people are gonna look like it's it, Willie Nylander for some reason he's gonna have a yeah but attached to him his whole career, which is and again it's not fair because he does make what he makes under seven it's just on that roster with everybody else and with what everybody else is making yeah. it's it's that's what kills on it is that when there's three forwards making over 11, so it's almost like they regret or are going to come close to regretting their six or the six million that he's making. 6.9. Nice. Okay, so almost seven. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. I mean, but, I mean, but here's the thing. That, 
that's only two more. You only got him for two more years. Got Matthew two more years until they're until they're UFAs. Yeah. So basically, you're going to end up wondering: Is this really going to be? You know, are, are is that? I mean, I, they're not going to just let these guys walk, but I mean, are they really kind of getting to the end of their road? And then if they have a couple more play, first round knockouts, do they end up not, you know, resigning them or going from there? Now, one, one thing I, I kind of wonder is because I, obviously I, the, the, the big goal, the big goaltending piece that everyone's going to be looking at to move this off season is uh, Igor Gorgiev from the Rangers. He's RFA and he wants to be a starter. And Shesterkin has pretty much went on ahead and taken that starting job. Second string a hole on that starting job. Oh, you think? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's going <laughs> to mean, win the Vesna. I think he should win the heart. I don't, not positive, but I think he should win the heart um, because it's for the most valuable player in the league. And I'm, you know, we, everyone always plays a game. I wonder what this team will look like if the, without this player. Like, I, I don't think. Again, I think we're we're having a we're having a conversation about a playoff race in the East. It's just Durkin is isn't in that for the New York Rangers. Yeah, because and especially when you think about some of the other contenders, you know, like if if Florida loses Huberto, they still have Barkoff, and right. some of their depth players are going to play more, and they're going to they may not be as good, but they're going to survive it. You yeah. know. I have a tough time with the, with the Edmonton guys, because if you lose McDavid, it just means more time for dry settle and, or vice versa. Yeah. And, and those guys are both healthy and you're still struggling to get the playoffs. So, yeah, I mean, (laughs) you know, you're still barely a playoff team. Exactly. So I just, I mean, (laughs) the Rangers, it really does feel like that if it's Gorgiev and average backup, they're not sitting at second in their division. Comfortably. Comfortably. Right. I mean, they're, they're I, mean probably, I think they're still in the playoff race, but I again, I think there's there's probably more of a race there, yeah, for 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 that for that wild card for that last wild card spot in the East instead of no race at all for it. Yeah, it's it's a race to not fall into the wild card too. Yeah, Columbus right, might actually catch somebody. But I I kind of wonder, especially with the moves with 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 the deals made last week, if what it would take. Or, you know, if they're even willing, but if Pat Verbeek will be willing to move John Gibson. After this year, he has five years left on his deal at 6.4. I mean, he's still a good goalie. He's not, he's struggled at points this year. And I just, I just wonder if like, maybe he, he's a goalie that could use a change of scenery. I mean, you, you could get, you could get some pretty good pieces for him. You said one year left at six, five. No, no, no. He He has five years left. Okay. That's right. Okay. He has, it's a, it's a lot of, he has a lot of term left, five years left. And also, I mean, by the time the ducks are like really ready to compete, you know, to not just, not just be a playoff team, but complete in the playoffs and going to run, like where's John Gibson going to be in his career at that point? I, I mean, I don't know. Remember this was a team that was kind of in it. And then I was surprised they were selling off. Now what's, I, I don't know. My gut tells me that maybe they're not as far away as, and the ducks aren't maybe that far away and that you might want to hang on to them. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, know, it's just, again, it's just something that I, you know, openly just kind okay. of wondered about. So let's play it out. You, you Gibson goes where to, I, I mean, I mean, here's the thing you, you, if you're Toronto, 
and you, you get bounced in the first round because of your goaltending or if you're Edmonton, I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know. Or if you're Edmonton, you're, if you're one of these teams that you, you need to win and, and goaltending has been your glaring issue, you know, do, does Toronto do, do they, do they swap out, do a swap of Willie Nylander for John Gibson? And that quickly replaces their, their loss of Raquel. So that would be a you good know, trade for yeah. Florida. So, you know, or if you're, if you're, or if you're Edmonton, do you, I mean, I, I, I don't know who you, Edmonton, you come up with some sort of a package. Well, I mean, if may, it could it be a cap space package where you send them cleft bomb, if he's actually never going to play again, that they can just store on long-term IR, something I mean, like that. I mean, I mean, cause Oilers, you know, they don't, you know, they have in this year's draft, you know, they have their first round pick and that's it until round five. Their first round and then nothing until the fifth round. Yeah, you said Edmonton. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> I mean, so so I you know I I just I kind of wonder you know what's I mean I don't I don't know I mean do you maybe Puarvi or Yamamoto and maybe a Broberg or Bouchard or one a young defenseman. <laughs> To try to get yourself the goaltender. I mean, yeah, because I mean, he he has term, or 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 do you maybe go or maybe do you give Winnipeg a call? Hellebuck has after this year. Hellebuck only has what one year left on his deal. Yeah, after this year, yes, yeah, so yes, yes. Hellebuck has, after this season, Hellebuck only has one one more year left until he's UFA. I mean, Why? I'm, I, I mean, this is this is all me just kind of you know guessing because I because you know I you see teams out here who they're they have the big question mark is in net and I would think that for Edmonton who have don't they have well, they have McDavid long term they Drysaddle isn't locked up long term is he uh, I, just, I feel like they've got McDavid. Unlocked down, or maybe it's vice versa. Maybe they have Drysdale locked down. Uh, they, so they had McDavid after this year. McDavid's there for another has four years, and Drysdale has three years after this. Okay, year. so that I wouldn't want to go get the goaltender who's only got one year left on his deal. Go get if uh, Edmonton to me then would be smarter to go get Gibson, where you know you're set, where you're gonna have that, you're gonna have that in in place. And then maybe Toronto might have the it might have it might make sense for them to go get um, Hellebuck, who if they're really down to their last year, then they are then that's it they are down to the last year. Yeah, I mean because and because I mean you know Gor- Gorgiev the Rangers are going to get he's now Gorgiev he's an RFA but he has arbitrage but you know teams can get his rights and everything and and he can sort of. Um, not not necessarily picking like he can sort of like he'll have some saying where and where he goes, but he wants to go somewhere where he's gonna start. That's what Gorgiev wants. And you know, Edmonton, you're gonna you're gonna get you're gonna get a, get to start in Edmonton if if he goes there. Or you know, I'm I'm not as I don't I'm not as sure about Toronto if he'll be able to if he'll be the if he'll be able to be the guy in Toronto. Or if if things don't work out for Colorado, if something if Kemper kind of falls by the wayside for Colorado this postseason. Yeah. The avalanche. 
you know, do do they do they go out and do they do they make a move for for one of those goalies? Yeah, and because they could get uh, some quality goaltending, uh, really probably a, a pretty significant upgrade with just um, at, at a rate at a cost that isn't going to be too terrible because Gorgia would still have a lot to prove. He's not going to get $8 million in his next contract. No, he's not. He's, it's going to be a bridge deal. And he's shown a lot. He's shown when he's played, his numbers are very, very good. But with that being said, he still needs to go ahead and he'll still need to have some success before he gets a super huge payday to be sure. Yeah. I mean, or, or, you know, the capitals, right. The capitals, they can, be be, inv- be involved in 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 the goal in goalie talks, um, I, or you know possibly Vegas. You know, I mean, it's it's just like again, this is just these are the things I think about randomly when I'm when I'm I'm at work. I just think about goalie trades. Well, I think that a lot of that will be end up being decided based on how obviously the next month and then the all important two month marathon goes after that. Yeah. And and I, I I just feel like this offseason we have the potential to see to see a lot a lot of trades, a lot of moves, yeah. a lot of deals. Because you know, and as as you know, the the bit one of the other one of the big moves that didn't happen last week, the coyotes trading Jake Jacob Chickering. And 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 the feeling and the feeling was that the coyotes they they wanted to wait until the offseason because you know if when you're making a trade at around a deadline, you're, you only have, you're only dealing with a certain, with like may, maybe six or seven teams. Right. In the off season, every, you, you have every team, all, the other 31 teams are all there and you, yeah, and because you even can the talk teams, with everyone. Because even the teams that aren't, you know, like a team that isn't good might acquire somebody at the debt or somebody in the off season at the draft when you're trying to make yourself better. Right. You know, uh, like there was talk that maybe the wings would be in on Chickering because they would need enough. Obviously, obviously defense is an issue right now. <laughs> yeah. So getting acquiring one more player on the back end, he's Eisenman's far more likely to make that deal at the draft than he would be during at the deadline when you're already knocked out of it. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, it's just ra- random, random things I think about when I'm at work. I think about uh, potential goalie traits and we're. Where John Gibson could potentially end up because that's, well, that's what normal people do. Absolutely, it is, buddy. You own that. <laughs> I, I, sw- I swear I'm normal. I swear. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> um, as as my why why isn't okay? Cap friendly just stopped working for me. Oh yeah, it does that sometimes. Yeah, I'll blame the website, not the not the technology. There we go. Yeah. Uh, I had my train of thought and I was going to use cat friendly for it. And now I can't. So, all right, we'll, we'll just, we'll just move on. We'll go, okay. we'll go on to the next thing. Um, why is nothing? All right. Nothing's working out. Okay. Whatever. All right. We'll do. Okay. We'll do. Where, 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 where do you want to go next? Uh, we do you want to eat? I'm, I'm, I'm just looking over the notes here. Um, sure. Do, 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 do. The the lightning getting back on track. We kind of already talked about that. Yeah. After their, uh, Vegas saving their oh, season. Vegas. There we go. Yeah, Vegas. Um, so, oh, Vegas. and that's probably that had to have been what you were looking at cap yeah. friendly because their cap is always fun to look at. It's. I mean, I don't. I the define fun. <laughs> I mean, only intriguing. So, 
So the Vegas Golden Knights, they made a trade last week, which sent Evgeny Dadanoff to the Anaheim Ducks in exchange for John, what was it? John Moore, John and, Moore Ryan and Ryan and Ryan, yeah, Ryan Kessler. That was that deal, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it came out. All right, there we go. I just had to refresh everything. Okay, cool. But so the the trade went through, but then it came out that um, Dadnoff had had a no had a no trade. Still has a no trade, and the Anaheim Ducks were were on his no trade list. Yep. And Vegas tried to argue that they never got it. They never got his no trade lists. And Dadnoff's agent came out and said, wait, no, no. Yes, you did. We sent the email. Here it is. We have proof. Um, this, it, this, this was all included when he, when he was traded from Ottawa to Vegas in the off season. There's something really weird about the way that's that team is run. Isn't it? <laughs> There's something very weird about Vegas. I mean, they and and so of course you know now you're you're not only are you forced to take this player back, yep, <laughs> that you didn't want, and you know he you you also the cap space they were planning on having with him gone is now long no longer available. I, and and let I'm gonna be. Though I don't really like them, I'm going to be an ounce fair to Vegas where I don't think that they didn't. It's not that they didn't want him. I think it was more. I really do think it was a cap safe thing. I think they're happy to have him because let's face it, with the way with the number of guys that they have injured at any given time, healthy bodies that can score probably a okay on that team. I think they wanted the five million more than anything else. Yeah, I mean, but. So like the, this Dadnov deal, it was weird to me. It just it felt weird to me from the beginning when they traded for him because it's like that's a lot of money. <laughs> you know they they traded a lot of money for that. You know he's coming yeah. with with five million. Like they didn't have they. Where's your cap space? Right. You know so so they make that deal. It it just felt like out of place to me almost. Like what? you don't really the original need- deal to acquire him. You're saying yeah. Like you okay. don't need that guy. Yeah. You know, but okay, whatever. And this season has gone away. It's gone for for Vegas to this point. Um, they're they're right now they're back in the playoff spot right now. Briefly. I mean, it's the math doesn't look good for them. Right, because of the number of games in hand. They've played sixty eight games, which actually I think is most in the league. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's playing more games than them. Yeah, that's well. Now Washington's at sixty-eight now with with their with their game tonight. But yeah, it, it's so they're sitting seventy-six points in that second wild card spot in the West. One point up on Dallas, who has seventy-five, but Dallas has four games at hand on them. Yeah. Oh, Winnipeg. You know, also they're they're kind of clicking now. They're two points back with a game at hand. Vancouver's three points back with a game at hand, and man, that Detroit loss is looming big time right now. And that man, they could use those two points because you you handle business against Detroit. That's your one point back with the game at hand. Yep. 
How, 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 how rough is that? I mean, and considering that all the things that have gone on, it's almost impossible to think the wings got a shutout. (laughs) They did. They did in fact get a shutout. They went to Vancouver and got a shutout. That that happened. That is seriously almost mind boggling with the way (laughs) the team's playing right now. Yep. And um, Penguins just scored again. Yep. Keep that joke going because it's still just true. But but you know for Vegas and I feel like the now the if Vegas misses, I think what you're gonna have to, gonna have to look at it. It's you know the 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 amount of money that sit that's that's in suits yep. because they're hurt. Yeah, no, no Riley Smith, no Mark Stone, no Max Pacioretty. Not Robin Leonard's out hurt. Brady Bennett's out hurt. And like I you know I they they haven't iced the team that they thought they were going to have, <laughs> especially after they made the Jack Eichel trade. They Which, haven't put out the roster that they thought they were going to put out at any point this year, really. tells me that they'll probably just keep on adjusting, trying to find the cap space, and continue to progress the way they are, because and that's going to be their excuse. Well, you know what? Everybody missed... 20 games this year. So we're better than this. We just need to get everybody healthy and right. Yeah. Also, um, just, just, uh, 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 William Carlson, I don't, unless he goes on a heater, I don't think he's going to hit 40 this year. Yes. Continue to keep an eye on that. <laughs> um, and I'm he, very, he, very he excited might about just Mike miss it. He might just miss it. Might How many goals do he have right now? Um, he has nine. Okay. Yeah. He's going to fall a hair short. <laughs> And it's kind of <laughs> one of my best takes. Very proud of one of my best takes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said he'll never come close to 40 goals again in his career. And man, he hasn't even hit 30. He hasn't hit 30 yet. He hasn't hit 30 since then. You're welcome. Well, clearly, I should be a GM. Like 43, 24, 15, 14, and now nine. Did you even say 25? There was one 29, no. right? No, no. 20, okay. 24. 24. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's that's look, that misfit line got that team to the cup final. I mean, if if you combine his last three seasons, he's he's at 40. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't think that that's how it works. And that's not what I meant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but so what one thing. So when I look at Vegas, it's just to me, I feel like this team, they have no. Their first, their first year, I think there, there was they, they got hot. A lot of things went their way. Yeah, but I also, I feel like there's also this unrealistic, unrealistic expectation of the team was was put on them from there from then on out. Because if you look at this team, there's only one, two, three, four, only four players left from the expansion draft on this roster on this team right now. Really, Carlson, Marcheseau. Carrier and uh, McNabb. Everyone else okay, is gone. So, so you're not okay. You're not counting Smith because he came over in a trade. Right, yeah, that was a trade. Yeah, I mean, it's technically, I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry because you're looking at the active roster. And yeah, he, he's second plan. I okay. I got you. Well, no, but you. but like players that they uh, find Riley Smith can count because okay. he was part of it. Like he, he he was on the original roster. Okay, got gotcha. so five. All right. So, I'm sorry. So, I'm not trying to fight you. I'm just, I just want to make sure. I'm sorry. But, You're doing good. 
but other than that, I mean, they, you know, they, they, they rotate their roster by like, I mean, there's, they rotate their roster every year. I feel like there's five or six guys every year that are gone from the roster. Well, you had that story um, where uh, what, I forget what, 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 what trade pissed everybody off. Nate Schmidt. Okay. When, when I, when I, when I traded Nate Schmidt, because the guys in the locker room, they weren't happy about it. And he wasn't happy because he just signed an extension to stay with them. And then they traded him. Yeah. And that, they and they traded him to make room so they could sign Alex Petrangelo. And that was to Winnipeg? Nate Schmidt's in Winnipeg, right? No, he's in Winnipeg now. He got traded to Vancouver. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And then and then it just it didn't work in Winnipeg. And I mean didn't work in Vancouver for him. So he was off in Winnipeg and not working great right now. <laughs> it was yeah. working better, but wasn't working too great to get a year for him there. But I, mean, I, I, I just wonder, like, I mean, if they just take it, if they take it, if Vegas takes a year, like, no matter what happens this year, don't do anything to your lineup. I mean, well, they're going to have to because they need to make cap space. Right. But, you know, don't make too many major changes. And like, so you can actually, so you can actually develop team chemistry. Cause there's no, there's no chemistry on this team. Cause nobody's played with each other. These guys haven't played together. Yeah. Yeah. They're over the cap with the 16 contracts that they have for next year. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a crazy, and that the, inclu- means that they'd have to let Riley Smith walk. That would they probably are. That's the biggest, either that or they're going to try to dump Dandon off again. Boy, that I mean, that five mil would have would have come up huge if yeah, they could have gotten that off their well, books. Well, well, if you trade that enough, you better make sure you look at it as as no as no trade list. I would agree that that would be an important part of it. <laughs> Go ahead and, and and check that one out there. Make sure that uh, you have that accurately. Yep, accurately scouted out. That's a good call. But I, you know, it, the bottom line is, is not trying to bottom line it, but <laughs> but the bottom line is. Again, they need. I, actually, what is the bottom line? <laughs> they don't have a bottom line. That's yeah, the bottom I, line. I guess that's it. Is that they they're just? I, I mean, and if you watch this team, they they get a they have a ton of scoring. They score as, and I've been saying this for I don't know how like what two three years now. They're very good at scoring off the rush. They yeah. don't score those dirty goals. Yeah. I remember they scored two because we sent we sent texts to each other back and forth about oh my god look at that yeah and then that was it you know they they don't they don't score off the rebound they don't they they cycle they we we watched them do it the last few playoff runs you know where they cycle the puck and have teams pinned deep in their own zone and they, and they and they get a and they fight and they fire you know six seven shots at the net and it's either no rebound or there's a rebound they're not getting to it. Well, so this is this is what when we were when we were texting that I, I kind of just I, I, I wanted to actually say it because the the what the, the 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 thing that's tough with this though, Walt, is that they've had success in the playoffs. They have yeah. a cup final run, they have a conference final run. Actually, they in their four year history, they have one of each, don't they? A, a trip to the fourth round, a trip to the third round, a, thir- a fourth round knockout, a third round knockout, a second round knockout, and a first round knockout. Yeah. So, 
I mean, they've had, they've definitely had some success with it. Now they haven't had the ultimate success, but for the most part, the, the rush style has worked. It just, and it, and this was kind of the point that I was trying to make when you were talking about with Colorado is that you can't win it until you do. And in no, you know, most teams don't have success scoring off the rush and that being their main offense in the playoffs. It just doesn't happen. But I mean, they've won rounds every year, but one, two. So you, there, there is some measure of success. And, and when they have the top line talent, when everybody's healthy, you know, there's some sense to be made. The problem is, is that it's right now, they haven't been able to put all those pieces out on the ice and that could end up killing them. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, but, but again, you, in order, if you're to, to make a run, you, you gotta have that, you gotta have that, that, that grit, that grit line. You need it. And yeah. I look at the roster. I don't see it. I don't see. I don't see the, 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 the Gaudreau and Gord and Coleman line. You know, I don't see one of those lines on it. I don't see the. I mean, I mean, hell, even when Pittsburgh went back to back, the 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 one of the lines that made the biggest difference for them in, in their two cup runs was the HBK line, the Haglin, Benino, and uh and uh Kessel line. Yes. Okay. You yeah. know, you were able to trot those guys out. Um. You know they. You know the Washington Capitals. They, you know, they they have their scoring depth, and you know they have a they have a player like Tom Wilson who can do all those things. Yeah, so and I still mean, has has skill. I mean, yeah, they had Ryan Reeves. Great. Me and Ryan Reeves have the same amount of Stanley Cups. He and he doesn't score goals, and he gets and he gets healthy scratched for, so, for for major games. But you know, you you are making the great point because you have the HBK line in the back to back years, and then you look at Washington and St. Louis, and their whole roster was almost grinders. Right. Yeah. I mean, their top flight players were 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 the grinding lines, and then the two cups since then have been have gone to to Tampa, who had that third line that you know was so instrumental. So, I mean, really, you could look at the last six Stanley Cup winners and just see how important grit is. To, to have in that lineup. And, and, you know, it's a tough thing to ne- necessarily maybe point your finger at and say, that's grit. But I mean, it's just, you look at the the sandpaper type lines and, and easily the last four teams have all have people and, and lines that you can point at. That was, that's very instrumental in their success. And yeah. And well, and again, goaltending, goaltending, right. Goaltending. Right. As well. I mean, it was, you know, Bennington's best postseason and it was Holtby's best postseason and yeah. obviously the best te- goaltender in hockey and, and all those things with, with Vasilevsky. So there's no doubt about that. Um, but you're right. In, did, did, when you look at Florida's roster, I, or Florida, when you look at Vegas's roster, I, what the Carrier, <laughs> Ron, uh, Amato, Howden. I mean, those, some combination of those four players would be, the quote unquote grit sandpaper. And I just don't know if that's on the, on par with, you know, the other six lines that we've talked about here. No, I don't, I don't think so either because I, they just, I mean, now we could all, we could, we, we could all be sitting here looking very dumb in the two months and they go, as they go on a run. But I, well, I just, you know, I, well, I mean, listen, I mean number one, here's, here's the thing you got, they got to make the playoffs first. Right. And, and and here's the crazy thing. And to come off that, do they potentially, and I forget who we talked about this with, and I think it was actually Tampa and Columbus in the bubble where color, you know, if they make it, they make it as the second wild card. 
are they in Colorado's head at all after the way that they shocked them in, in last year? Now, my thought would be no, because Colorado's been so good, and they're going to, in theory, have Kadri. They're, they're going to be able yeah. to have kind of everybody out there and uh, Giroux. I nearly did it again. I nearly called them Briere. And that's Florida anyway. What the hell am yeah. I doing? <laughs> I'm off tonight. Um, so what what forward did Colorado acquire? Didn't they acquire a forward? They got, um, they, they got Manson, the defenseman. Okay. All right. So that's to forget that part, but still it's, I mean, they got, they got some depth forwards. Yeah. Okay. Cagliano and then somebody else that they got, but beside the point. Lekkonen. Okay. Yep. Another a shutdown guy. Okay. Yeah. Boy, yeah. that team's, boy, that team's going to be hard to beat. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. If, especially if Landis God comes back, that team's going to be so hard to beat. But but can Vegas, if they do make it and they do get everybody healthy and they can not worry about the cap and roll out their best 18 players and they win a game one to get in Colorado's head like, oh, no, this isn't going to happen to us again, can they shock them? I'm not betting money on it, but that's going to be what you hang, what they can hang their hat on if they, may, if they end up holding on to that second wild card spot. Yeah, and it's funny because a lot of people were were kind of bagging Vegas early on, like, oh, they're doing they're doing the, they're doing what's happening. They're doing a Kucherov. They're trying to like, ah, doing the Kucherov only works if you make the playoffs. And you're positive, right? <laughs> you I, I I believe that they'd rather find a way to get Stone and Pacioretty in their lineup to start winning more hockey games than uh, than being under the cap or figuring that whole thing out right now. Yeah, yeah, you can you can do the Kucherov all you want, but if you're not gonna, you don't make the playoffs. It doesn't matter. Yep. 100% right. Um, so kind of sticking out West, um, if you put any money down on the on the final battle of Alberta of, of the regular season, I hope you took the over on goal scored. Yeah, right. Nine to five. Calgary knocks off the Oilers in Calgary. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, I, I said earlier, uh, Mitch, Mitch Marner in his in his last 30, 30 games played, he, he has 53 points. Well, in their last 30 games played, uh Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk both have 47 points. It so it it, it feels like Gaudreau in and in, and, and, and Roman Yossi has 47 and Patrick Kane has 46, just in case you're wondering, because Roman Yossi has decided I want a Norris trophy this year, I guess. And, and, and not only has he decided that he's decided that he's basically going to put national on his shoulders and maybe he wants a Stanley cup. Well, he's, I mean, that's, that's, that's the kind of play he's putting on their shoulders, but yeah, uh, this just in Calgary has gotten it figured out and they were good early. They had a big, big fall off in the middle of the season and boy, they sure did get it figured out right now because they are rolling and they, there's going to be, there's no grit issue with this team. No, there's not. There is no concern about grit on this team. If anything, they're over grit. They've got too much grit on this team. That's that's how deep that they are with grit. They yeah. they have no visible holes. <laughs> this this is a dangerous team, without a doubt. This is a dangerous team. Yeah, um, you know, we talked earlier. I, I said Shesterkin sh- should get the heart. You know, definitely his considerations, if not win the thing. I mean, you can Johnny Gaudreau ninety points this year for Johnny Gaudreau, <laughs> and and then and. I feel almost 
I don't want to say quietly, but almost very Matthew Kachuk has 82 points, 32 goals, 82 points for Matthew Kachuk. Which I which hurts him. You know, I, I hate to say it, but I think it hurts him. I think it hurts his 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 campaign for MVP is when another player is so close with points with him. Yeah. I mean, well, well, and for for uh Flames general manager Brad Tree Living. Those two guys, uh, Masik Chuck and Johnny Gaudreau, yeah, they both need contracts after this year. The good thing is, the only thing that's good for them <laughs> is that Kachuk had already is coming off of a bridge deal, so he's o- already getting paid seven million dollars. Yeah. So though though he's obviously he's going to need a raise, it's not like you have to give him a raise from like a million five or an entry level contract up to seven he's at seven he may get to nine nine and a half even ten but you're not moving that up from bare bottom right. so that's one thing that's going to help the other thing i think well, i, I mean, heard well well they had johnny gaudreau on johnny gaudreau was on a very team-friendly deal at yeah. only six at only six points six point seven five so when we when he signs in detroit for 11 for <laughs> 11 by 11 by five that'll be that'll be nice for us Although I should probably be looking at defensemen first, but you know, they, the good thing is, is they're going to, they're probably going to lose some RF or UFAs to fit those guys under contract. But I, I think that, that it probably can be done um, for them to, to, to keep them both because they do have a ton of cap space. Um, but with, with that being said, it's, they're, they're kind of in an all in situation with them only having a second and a fifth. Yeah the first five rounds is the, you know, they don't have a first, second, first, third or fourth. So they better keep what they have together. And, but didn't I hear, did I hear that Michael Backlund is, or um, Sean Monaghan was going to be healthy scratched this week. Did he end up getting healthy scratched um, for the first time in his career because of. I, did you hear that rumor? I, I heard that he might, I don't know for sure if he did or not. Cause he's been sort of disappointing and, but yeah, I, I believe he was. Yeah, he's just, Mon- Monahan has he's had a rough go at it because he he had hip surgery in the off season. Okay, and he's really kind of struggled to find his form. Like he's played on all four lines. <laughs> he yeah, started out he, the season on the first line, then he got bumped down to the second line, then he got put on the third line, then he's on the fourth line. So I mean, this this is such an uh, uh this is a situation of. Of a of a of a player f- struggling after the big contract. Well, no, he's had some good years with the big contract. I'm sorry, let me take that back. He has had some very good years since getting a big deal. But 70 games, 48 point. Following a 78 point, 78 games played, 82 point season, that falls to 70 and 48, 50 and 28, and 63 and 22 this year. I think if Calgary wants to try to create some additional cap space or get some draft capital back. My guess would be Sean Monahan would be the name that they'd want to ship out. Oh yeah. Because I, I feel like that's a player who, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know if he, if he can, if he can get back to that 80 point player. Yeah. But I think he's definitely better than, tw- than the 22 points he's put up this year. He's the, you know, I think he's better than that. And he's a guy that I think maybe changes scenery, you know, that, yeah. Seems to help that, that help guys sometimes uh, go somewhere else. It's and it's less pressure, less pressure, and he goes off and he can have some success elsewhere. Yep. 
Um, just again, just kind of back to Matthew Kachuk, Jesse Poirier, and Oli Oli Levy were were taken ahead of him. You think Edmonton would rather have uh, Kachuk on their team? I know for a fact they would. Okay, all right. <laughs> and, you know. Yeah, Matthew Kachuk, number six overall in the 2016 NBA draft. Matthews, line A went one, two. I mean, you can make the argument. Kachuk, probably, you'd probably take Kachuk at two if you're Winnipeg at this point. Uh, considering the, yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that would be, yeah. I think that's fair. Considering, um, I mean, I obviously you wouldn't have said that after the first two or three years, but I think based on the last three years, that second highest uh, scoring scoring player out of that draft, obviously Matthews is number one. Yeah. Line is number cool. three, the Brinkett number four. Quietly. Yeah. The second round pick. Very quietly. Alex, the Brinkett. Yeah. yeah. It's just, you know, it, yeah, yeah, Calgary. They're they're a team. They are they they are built to. If it comes to it, they're a team that's built to beat that can beat Colorado the way they're built. Just a gritty, hard checking, hard nosed hockey club. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying they're going to win the Stanley Cup, but what I do know is that I don't. They're not. <laughs> They don't have a lot of glaring holes. No, um, and, and he's had he's had a couple of hiccups in the last in the last uh, few games, but Jacob Marsham is a very good goalie. And and you know the numbers for Dan Vladar have not been bad. They may want to get Markstrom a little bit of rest down the stretch. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. So early, what I want to say was back about about a month or two ago. Um, Daryl Sutter, Flames head coach, he was asked about um why he hadn't started Vladar because Vladar hadn't started he had started in a while. He asked, well why haven't you started him? And and he and Sutter's response well well his last start his last two starts he lost. They were against Carolina and Tampa. <laughs> and, and it was like a month in between the starts and he's like and they're like well give the is he gonna get another start so Although my God, why? That's some. Uh, you're really putting them out there to put Vladar. Although Vladar got to start against Colorado. Yeah, I did. And he won. And he won exactly. He won it too. That's really weird. Very weird. The the games that that backup goaltender is getting. You know, most backup goaltenders play Detroit. Right. I mean, we got Brian Elliott. Mike Babcock never played the number one goaltender, never played Anderson against Detroit back, which I always thought was hilarious. We get everybody's backup. What what the hell is Vladar doing playing Carolina? (laughs) In Tampa. Yeah, uh, that's odd. All right, well. Keeping his... Are your spots, kid? Yep. But again, he beat Kyle. Beat Colorado, so there it is. Well, 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 it's, well, you put your backup in because you don't want the you know you don't want them to get used to uh, seeing seeing your number one goalie in case you beat them in the playoffs. You know, you got I don't. Gotta, I don't know. I don't know if that's it, but that's brilliant. If that is it, yeah. that is. I mean, even you making that up right now is kind of brilliant, Walt. Yeah, you know, it's just I, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not true at all. But you know, we'll go with it. 
I, you should go with it because you sold me on it that fast. I'll tell you, <laughs> well done. All right. And then finally, um, it's, what, what was it? Saturday, right? Yeah. Saturday marks, marked the 25th anniversary of uh, Mike Knubel's first NHL, first game in the NHL. And Mike no. Byrne is 300th career win. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Um, yeah. Do know. it. Come on. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks and <laughs> stop it. No, uh, the 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 infamous uh, fight night at the Joe where uh, Claw Lemieux got his comeuppance. Uh, Patrick Waugh got beat up by Mike Vernon. Adam Foote got beat up by Brendan Shanahan. Igor Larionov and Peter Forsberg start started a huge brawl. I that. I, that's it's <laughs> like, the one thing that that is just the most hilarious about the whole the whole thing started with Larry Yeah, yeah, yeah. Igor, like, like, yeah, like you you go up and down the rosters of both those teams. You're like, all right, which two players are gonna set, are gonna ignite a brawl? Yeah, I, that's, you're you're going pretty far down those lists before you land on either of those names. Incredibly far down the list. Yeah, Vladimir Konstantinov beat up a couple guys that night. Uh yeah, Darren McCarty got famously got a a double minor for roughing. <laughs> Did you? I don't know if you watched the the Wings game Saturday because obviously they 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 had a lot of a talk on it, but they were they they had some quotes from I guess I think it was Paul Dvorsky who was the ref that night, and he he basically said that yeah he should have kicked McCarty out. McCarty should have been kicked out, but. Well, Lemieux had it coming to him, and that was just payback. And, you know, he just kind of felt like he needed to not kick him out of the game. And it just, you know, that was kind of a payback, and we're going to keep everybody in it. Because I don't think anybody anybody got kicked out of that game. No. A uh, lot of fighting majors, but nobody got kicked out. And it's just it's crazy that McCarty doesn't get kicked out and then scores the game winner. Yeah, got the game winner in overtime, yeah. Um, but, you know – and 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 the Red Wings, they they credit. They say that game brought them together as a team. I, I does it. I it can't surprise you. Yeah. Oh no. Um. I mean, I've said it. I don't. And and I, I would I would take a lot of credit for it, but I don't think that it was going out on any sort of limb. And I do believe it to be pretty pretty clear that that team needed that game and that game. It was the springboard for what the, for what the Detroit Red Wings oh, did, yeah. because you know it's it wasn't just the fight. You know they were zero for three against Colorado that season. Yeah, Colorado obviously had knocked them out the year before after yep. they had won sixty two regular season games or sixty one, whatever it was. You know it was one of those things where Colorado was probably very much in their head, and and they needed to beat them and i and the victory on the scoreboard (laughs) right and they doing it both ways beating them both ways i think was so incredibly important and was so needed for that cup run and it it really was you just you didn't know it at the time you thought maybe it could have been but now looking back on it it's abundantly clear how important that game was to that run to that whole playoff run and the success they had afterwards yeah, so um, just a couple other fun things about the game. Valerie Kaminsky actually got a hat trick in that game. Did not remember for that. Colorado. Yeah. Uh, Detroit outshot Colorado 47-19. Did not remember that. And and the final score was 6-5 in overtime, by the way. I did remember that. Yeah. 
Um, I remember their wings were down five, three and they got a, a Shanahan bad angle goal. And I think LaPointe scored to tie it. Yep. Marty, uh, Marty, no, Shan, uh, Shan, Shani, he scored to tie it. And then he got, he got the tie and goal. LaPointe, Marty LaPointe, two goals for Marty LaPointe in that game. Okay. Did he score the fourth goal? Do you, do you have, yeah. yeah, he scored the fourth. Okay, and then Shanahan scored the fifth, and then McCarty. It was six five. Yeah, okay. Yeah, McCarty in overtime. Um, some 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 guy named um, Nicholas Ledstrom scored a goal in that game too. Interesting. I wonder how, he, I wonder how his career, career turned out. I don't think he did much after that game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he had zero pins in the game too. <laughs> Loser. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably a very small group of players that could say that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what were you doing? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Eisman have any pins that game? No. Got two no, wuss. Two wusses. Captains are wusses. Did you? Yeah, did uh, I? Yeah, see Chicago Blackhawks beat the Washington Capitals that day too. Tony Amani was the first star of the game. I don't care. What are you doing to me? <laughs> Did I see on Facebook that, that you were at that game and that was your first game? Yes, that was the first one. Yes. I my first game was actually the net was two nights later. They played Buffalo on the 28th. And that was my first game. It was a two-one game, and Eisman had an overtime game winner. Oh. It was not quite as good as March 26th. <laughs> yeah, so that, that that that's always fun. And now um here we are 25 years later. Now now Kind of speaking a little bit, what Navorsky saying, uh, saying what he said about Lemieux. Look, Mark, Claude Lemieux was not a well liked player at all. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so, so, so there, there, there was, yeah, there was, there was a lot of sentiment around the league of kind of like, yeah, he can catch him. Yeah. And, and now 25 years later, his son is an asshole who no one likes. So, uh, Brendan? Brendan, yeah. Yeah. The LA King guy. Yeah. The biter. Yeah. I was going to say, did he bite somebody this year? Yeah. Okay. All right. Just making yeah. sure. I, all right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Like father, like son. Um. Oh, I got that. I, I did get something wrong. It was Larry Murphy had an overtime game winner. Steve Eisman scored in the first period. Oh, okay. So sorry. Just want to. I don't, don't, don't let uh facts get away with a good story. Yeah. Cause I had a good story where Steve Eisman scored the game winner. Um, and that's the story. Yeah. So thank you. Steve scored an overtime winner. Do you also find it very weird that like McCarty and, and Lemieux did like trips and like publicized that and like did book signings together now all that, these years later? Yeah, that, that felt weird to me. Okay. Cause I don't know how I like, I mean, I, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't have any animosity, but I don't know if I'd be like, want to walk around and relive the night when I got my ass kicked yeah. in front of 20,000 people. And it's been viewed how many millions of times on, on YouTube and replayed everywhere for, for, for the last quarter of quarter of a century here. I, well, I, I guess the, as the, is the answer to that simply, well, I, he made $15 million in his career and he's got his what two or th- three Stanley cup rings. He's eh, got, let's see. He's whatever. got <laughs> one from Jersey and two from Colorado, right? Two, he, won, he won in Montreal too. So four cup rings four or five. Wow. What a rat. Well, good for him, but 
I mean, I mean uh, Mario Lemieux, he was original Brad Marchand, you know? <laughs> Just, I mean, not Mario Lemieux, Claw Lemieux, jeez. Right, don't, you don't want to disparage Super Mario. Yeah, no, I don't, you know, never that. No, no, no. Right. You know, let's see. Um, not, now I got to see how many cups uh, Claude has won. I, I don't, uh, come on. <laughs> won the Con Smythe at 94-95. Yeah, when they beat us. Uh, yeah. What a con Smythe. Yeah, four-time cup winner. Wow. Yeah, once with Montreal, twice with Jersey, and once with Colorado. Twice with Jersey? Uh, wait, Did he uh, go back to Jersey after Colorado? Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he won. Yeah, because he, he won with Jersey in 95 and then won again in Jersey in 2000. I don't remember. I don't remember his second stint with Jersey. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. And then he obviously the one in Colorado in 96. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for him. Four cups, four cups of coffee for uh, Claude there. Good. Good for him. I, I suppose. And one hit that started a dynasty. Yeah, really? I mean, with, without Claude Lemieux, who knows what, who, who knows what happens with that Red Wing team, right? Yeah. I mean, if they just lose in, in regulation in 97 or in, in 96, if he doesn't, if there's no big violent hit on Draper, what the wings do? Well, I, I don't know that they knew they needed to get stronger anyway. I, they probably still go out and get Shanahan. Yeah. I, I, I you know, but then maybe, maybe, maybe everything's the same, but maybe it is. Although I, you know what? <laughs> I'd say being 2020, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with the way it ended up. Worked out pretty good. Worked yeah, out pretty good as you know, yeah. Yeah. No. Wings got got a few Stanley Cups and and we it, I mean it was you know it was, every time Detroit Colorado played after that it was much it was must see yeah. TV I mean it the, was the five year stretch straight up through to the seven one or seven nothing shutout yeah just that it was like oh Detroit Colorado's playing all right let's get in front of the TV yeah, here I pretty much absolutely yeah I was yeah I, I was I was really kind of hoping to see Nadelkovich and and uh, Brian Elliott. Give, give a go uh, Saturday, but you know, last was not to be. That game felt lifeless up until the third. Both period. The teams third period. looked tired. Yeah, they looked they, sleepy. Both teams yeah. looked like they were into it, and and then, then Detroit had like ten shots in the first half of the third, and then Tampa had ten shots in the second half of the third. It got it started to pick up big time because. Once Tampa fell behind, they realized that they couldn't lose that game. Yeah, that was, kind of, that, that was an, oh, shit, let's go. Yeah, we can't lose this game. And sure enough, Here we go. although Ned made some unbelievable stops. And then he yeah, gave he up did. seven into Colorado or to, to Pittsburgh. So that's whatever. <laughs> what are you going to do? At what point? Uh... Yeah, right, and and then I said I said that was the last thing, but one other thing: uh, the Thank Michigan you. Wolverines have advanced to the Frozen Four as they take out Quinnipiac and and uh, American International University. Despite you know <laughs> both games, Michigan just really opened up dominating, and then they just took really the foot off the to gas give them the away, third. man. <laughs> really wanted to give those games away. Hang on, wait, people are turning off. No, no, we need we need people to watch. Okay, don't worry. we'll let them back in. <laughs> I mean, Make that was, we'll let it be a game. That was, I mean, even America, uh, American International, that was a 5-1 game that got to be 5-3, and I yeah. think they hit a post after it got to 5-3. And 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 here's the both those games 
the way Michigan played the first, I'll, I'll say 45 minutes. You know, Quinnipiac and American, they didn't look like they belonged in the same ice as Michigan. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, they didn't yeah. look like they belong they belong in the same ice as them. Yep. But you know, but you know, hey, a win's a win. Um they they got some stuff to work on this week as they'll have they'll, they'll have a, a bye week before it's it's time to to get her going and play their next game, which they, will be against Denver. Can we I mean seriously, NCAA I mean they play Thursday, Saturday, play, move those games to Friday, Sunday, and then have the basketball be Saturday, Monday, like you do. I don't understand why they're waiting a week. That's what I'm trying to get at. I, this, they always have. They, you're right. And you know what? Well, I thought it was stupid the whole time. Yeah, but that's fair. I thought every, <laughs> I, love every that. Time, I, I understand they've done it. They've always done it this way. And I feel like, I feel like it's been stupid every time. So, yep. I, I mean, it's, why is the the biggest game in college football on a Monday? I mean, yes, it always has been, but that's dumb to me when every game is played on Saturday. Why why is the biggest basketball game Monday night when you play the Final Four on a weekend? And then why does the Frozen Four get an extra week off? It doesn't make any sense. Fix it. <laughs> no, they're not going to. I know, and that's going to drive me nuts anyway. It's all about suit and athlete. Yeah, yeah anyway. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I'll just slide that in there. Um, yep. But yeah, so and and then the the other the other one you have uh, Minnesota State and Minnesota. So uh, somebody from Minnesota is making the final four or the final game. And and no teams from uh from 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 the New England area will be in the frozen will be in frozen four, as it is played in Boston this year. So and Northeastern Boston and Boston College those are the big big three out there, right? Uh, yeah, UMass was in. Um, yeah, the so you yeah you got three number one seeds, <laughs> and a number four, two, and a number two, which I mean it had had Minnesota beat Michigan in the Big Ten championship game. Minnesota's probably a number one, and Michigan's probably a number two. Yeah. but they're both probably still here. Yeah. Um, the only one seed that got upset was uh, North Dakota. They lost in overtime to Notre Dame, who then lost to Minnesota State. Yeah. Okay. So, so only one real ups. I mean, and even that wasn't no, that 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 was the only major upset. Everything else kind of went the way I think everyone expected it to. I mean, call me crazy, but when you get down to the you know, when you're picking sixteen teams, yeah, in college hockey, I, I mean, it's an upset by numbers, of course. And if Michigan would have lost as the number one seed in the that would have been the upset. Yeah, but that, I, that, I don't. Michigan or Minnesota State losing in the first round would have been the only like true like shocking oh my god upset. So the tournament. Yeah, but I but I feel like when you only have sixteen, it's tough to say that this is a straight yeah. up oh my god upset. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting because Michigan they're they're going to take on of an experienced and seasoned uh, Denver team. Well, they just I, I think we said this before we came out. They need to make sure that they play sixty full minutes. Because, yeah. you know, they, like I said, um, they had a 5-1 lead against American International. That got to 5-3, and I think a post was hit after that. They had the 4 nothing lead starting the third against Quinnipiac, yeah. and with 8.34 to go, it was a 4-3 game. 4-3, and yeah. And they, was yeah. dominating that third period. So they they need to play 60 minutes from start to finish. 
get it going. Um, and, and, and and they score they score early in both games too. Yeah. I mean, and that's like right away, like just, just like boom, okay. Their first 40 minutes of games were great. They they led five one and four nothing. And and even like against American, they were up two nothing, and then American scored, made it two one, and then like Michigan scored like pretty much right away. Yeah, I you know I haven't followed religiously, but I seriously feel like four or five times this year when I have watched a game, that's happened where Michigan has scored within two minutes after giving up a goal. Yeah. <laughs> they just they have a that's a good habit, but they just can't they can't f around. You want you get a lead. You better get yourself either just keep scoring or shut it down. I prefer to keep scoring and shut it down. How about that? Deal. Yeah. There I'll we take go. a couple of eight one victories on the way to a national title. That's fine. That'll be fine. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> let, let let it be close by whoever else. I don't care. Just uh, you know, other teams. Yeah, yeah, sure. Go, tr- quadruple overtime. I don't care. Yeah. My team, no, go ahead and um went went. Score 12 if you can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then score one more. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just to be sure, you know, and, and then get the extra point. Score 12 if you can, and then score one more. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I, you know, just yeah, go ahead. Have the blowout. Yeah, it's fun. Um, yep. So we'll be back next week. Uh, we'll talk. I, I, we'll talk about the wings. We didn't, because we didn't really talk about the wings at all. Yeah. Uh, they're just, um, this they're going to be a tough watch. From here on out. Um, so. Well, I mean, I got their their next three games are the Rangers and then a home and home with Ottawa. So I stand by my statement. They're going to be I a mean, tough watch. I mean, I mean if, if if they if if they're taking on uh, Shesterkin, keep the shots under forty and you can beat them. Right. Yeah. You know? That's, there's that. If, and at thirty nine, just make sure you have the lead. Yes. And and let me also just add that if if there's if there's an an Arizona type performance against Ottawa. Either game, I'm sorry, Jeff Blashell should be left wherever he's at, and just just because tough shit roll, we suck. Make the change. Oh wow, I'm saying it, but we can talk about that next week yeah, when they go for right now. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the home and home, uh, Ottawa at home Friday night, and then they travel to Ottawa Sunday afternoon, and then it's Boston, Winnipeg, and Columbus, and. Oh boy, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a rough final sixteen game. In uh, Ottawa, Carolina, the Rangers, Panthers, okay. Lightning, Panthers, Penguins, uh, okay. Devils, Leafs, Devils. <laughs> oh. There's maybe there's five games I heard that they two any game against Ottawa, the couple against New Jersey, and maybe Columbus. Outside of that, this team isn't winning a lot down the stretch. It's gonna be rough. It's gonna be yep. rough. And we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, yeah, we'll 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 talk about the wings and we'll you know. Play playoff standing updates and you know all, all the good stuff. Yep. And yes, and uh, and and we still won't have a national champion in college hockey because of the nope. bye weeks. Yep. Oh, I love it when I find new things that annoy Thomas. Yeah, that's one of them. You win, you got one. All right. With that, I'm Walt. I'm Thomas. And we're out.